What a pee, silly listeners. Welcome to the podcast that takes his silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. It's your audible boot fang, Amber Smiles Jones. And this is the podcast where we shoot the shit and where comedy can meet any random ass topic that we discuss. So shout out to all my listeners, new and loyal. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. So let me tell you something. Okay, it's been a shitty week. Okay, so so last week I was uh, telling you guys about how unhappy I was at my job. Okay, and uh, this week I have to tell you I had to quit said job. And it, it, it didn't happen in the way that I wanted to quit, but I kind of had to. I was going to uh, soon anyway, but it, it was just getting too physically demanding I, and not to mention the heat as a delivery driver. It, it, it's just crazy. And it's also gotten kind of dangerous, too, because now you, we are all hearing about these people being randomly shot on the news. We had a driver that was robbed <laughs> not too long ago in Atlanta. So it's just it's a lot. There's a lot of reasons. And um, I, I already had to have surgery on my right arm because of cubital tunnel, which I did not get until this job. So I had the surgery and it's it was feeling OK in my right arm. But now... I am feeling the same symptoms in my left arm. So that uh, is, is very concerning because I do not want to have to have surgery on my left arm as well. You know, it's just, uh, I don't want that to happen, you know. Oh, yeah, and let's not forget, uh, not to mention, I mentioned last week, uh, the mandatory overtime that they were making people do. It's people quitting and getting fired left and right. And then, you know, um, I was in a, an accident the other day actually on my mother's birthday, um, the 18th, uh, th- not this week, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was hit uh, from behind by another driver while I was sitting at a stop sign. And I was in my truck, by the way, it wasn't my personal vehicle. And uh, the the cop said that it wasn't my fault. The other driver admitted fault and there was video proof that it wasn't my fault. And my the, the company that I worked for, they wanted to drug test me as if it were my fault. It would have gone well, but that's like, that's not the point. It's kind of like the last straw for me because this company just hasn't really had their driver's backs at all because they would even drug test you if you got caught in the mud. We deliver in Georgia. Okay. A lot of people that we deliver to in like the country and the outskirts and shit, they don't even have actual driveways and they can be like half a mile long one. And some of them, some of these so-called uh, quote unquote driveways are gravel or just dirt of the land. We got that Georgia clay here. And if it rains, getting stuck is possible, you know, <laughs> so and they would drug test you for that. You know what I mean? And um, it does. It, it's just it's just a pain in the ass. So after all of that and more um, that I haven't mentioned, I had had enough. I also didn't need another damn surgery. So my body just it couldn't handle it anymore. So I took this as a sign. Like literally, I feel like God literally hit me from behind and was like, hey, man, you, you, you're unhappy at this job. You go to work every morning. Sometimes you wake up in tears because you don't want to go back there. You don't like it. You're, you're physically killing yourself. You're mentally draining yourself. And it's fucking up your emotions. Bitch, you need to quit. So after I declined the drug test, um, mind you, I was literally their very first driver of the month, the very first one they ever had. I was a trainer, all that stuff. So after I declined the drug test, I was escorted out of the building. <laughs> like it was insane. I was very good at what I did. I didn't like the job. I've had a lot of jobs I don't like shit, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it well. I'm being paid to do something. And in my 
pretty much who I am as a person, I tend to put a lot more in it than most people would. I can't help it. That's just who I am. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah, uh, I was escorted out of the building. So, and here's the thing. I do not blame my supervisors for anything. Uh, I mean, like I can't because they are doing what the people above them are telling them to do. And the people above them are writing policies and procedures for jobs they've never done. And that is, or for jobs they've never done in the modern times. You know what I mean? And a lot of large companies do that. They have bosses and executives and people making policies and procedures for jobs they've never actually done in this current situation. You know, things, if they did it back in the fifties, listen, I'm sorry, bitch, things have changed. Okay. <laughs> things have changed. And it's uh, that shit is frustrating is extremely frustrating. So instead of waking up every morning, waiting to be among the list of over 80 people who have quit or were fired in the last few months, uh, I decided to bow out and start over. So it's, um, it's not going to be easy. And I am upset about how things went down. And I'm definitely down on myself as well, because it sort of feels like in order to to be a functional adult in society, you have to be unhappy. You have to take any job that you can get, even if it's not in your field, you know, paycheck to paycheck, waking up every day already upset about where you have to spend your time for the next eight hours, you know, living to work instead of working to live. It just feels like unhappiness is the only way to get by in this world. And I do not like feeling that because I mean, obviously, when when I was a kid or a teenager, I was super positive, excited. I was a morning person. Woo-hoo. And then you get older and you realize, oh, mm, adulting is dumb. I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, So it's it's difficult. But I also know that I am not alone in that feeling. But I also can't help but to sometimes think, should I give up on my dreams and what makes me happy and just take whatever job I can get so that I can get by? Is that what I need to do? You know what I mean? And I know a lot of you listening right now have had that feeling before, you know, and um, I got to tell you right now, I'm just don't give up. Don't give up. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to lie. That thought does come across my dome uh, more often than it than it should. But I'm able to admit that I'm able to see that and I'm able to shut it the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have a degree in performance arts. I enjoy entertaining people. I enjoy making people laugh. I enjoy sharing experiences with people. I enjoy acting. I enjoy script writing. I enjoy the process of making something and turning it into something amazing. It's just me. That's who I am. All of my friends, when you ask them when they were kids, what do you want to be? I want to be a policeman. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a ballerina, a ninja, a pirate. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be an entertainer. Like since I was three years old, that has been the goal. But then life happens and you have to, I don't want to say give things up, but you have to sacrifice your time to do other things so that you can chase the dream. So what we need to do is figure out a way to work, to live. That is something that we all should try our best to do. So if I'm not going to give up, I don't want you to give up either. And this is one of the reasons why I need your support. When I ask you guys to leave five-star reviews and to share uh, my content with friends and things like that, I cannot get anywhere near close to my dreams of creating content full-time without you guys. And I'm aware of that. (laughs) You know, I'm aware of that. And to be honest with you, any successful creator 
that has bills they need to pay and they're able to do that, it's all because of the support that they receive from their audiences. And that goes for celebrities too. The ones out there making movies and selling out concerts and shit, they would not be where they are without you. So yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's been a tough fucking week. Uh, I, I almost wasn't going to even put up a podcast episode this uh, this week, but here we are. And I am uh, officially unemployed and I fucking hate that because there are times where I feel like being employed was the best part of me and that's not good. So we, we need to work on some mental shit. Uh, <laughs> we're not even going to talk about me. Uh, I went to Lane Bryant with uh, my mom and my aunt to get some, uh, some new bras that I needed because, you know, I've I've gained a little bit of weight over the last few years, but I did recently lose seven pounds recently. So I'm giving myself some leeway, but my titties are big as shit. Okay. And so when I had to get them measured and figure out what my new cup size was and all that stuff, bitch, when I found out I was a 38 H, I fucking cried. Um, not to mention when you're trying on bras and they're making sure that they fit you right. The sales associate comes in and you're like, topless and all your goods are everywhere my gut was hanging it was just not cute I felt disgusting and I had a um a moment of just self-hate and I literally started crying in the fucking dressing room like a little bitch and she could tell and I was trying to pretend like I was good but I felt so vulnerable because I first of all I have not been topless in front of anybody in like forever one <laughs> so that was like I said tough fucking week <laughs> emotionally physically mentally bitch and now financially how I'm going through it <laughs> I'm going through it y'all oh my god but I am applying for all kinds of jobs uh, that of course have nothing to do with my degree and also jobs that do I, I, I need a job at this point so I gotta do what I gotta do it's adulting and it sucks and uh, it makes me unhappy to think that that's what I have to do. But again, I know I'm not alone in that. And if you have a job or a career that you love, count your fucking blessings because that shit is rare as fuck. Okay, so, oh God, enough of my shitty week. Let's get on with the show. I think we got a little too real there. Let's let's pretend that never happened. All right, so uh, last week we, we talked about suicide being illegal. We talked about Elvis's underwear. Uh, we talked about embarrassing work from home stories and more. So if you missed last week's episode, don't freak out. It's waiting for you. Take a listen with a friend and have a few laughs. So this week, uh, I have a guy who was accused of stealing his own penis. You'll have to wait for it. There's more to the story. <laughs> There's more to the story. We also have a guy who bragged about stealing from the mafia. So... You can imagine what may have happened there. That and more coming up next. Let me tell you all right now, guys, we are about to have ourselves a cold read episode. So if you, if you are listening for the first time, okay, a cold read is pretty much when you're an actor and you go to an audition, they give you a script or something to read that you have never seen before. You, you don't have time to prep to figure out what kind of emotion you want to bring to it, to figure out what words you're going to enunciate more so than others. You don't have time. So you have to bring that character to life right then and there just by looking at the words on the spot. So that's what we're going to do. This is going to be a cold read episode, meaning I have no idea what any of these things say before I read them. <laughs> so let's get silly, y'all. Oh, subscribe, rate, review. Gotta say that every three seconds. Let's have a little discussion about this man's penis real quick. Um, it's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so you know that feeling you get when someone sees a bulge in your pants and they assume you stole something? 
Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> well, you'll know in a moment. Um, we have a guy named Steve Whitehurst, 47, who had to prove in a very intimate way that he wasn't a thief. I have an article here from thesun.co.uk with an amazing article written by Andy Jering. I hope I said their name right back in 2019. So it's time for a cold read, guys. Let's get into it. So the headline here, this is coming from the UK News. The headline here is suspicious package. A man accused of shoplifting, but suspicious bulge in his trousers was just his 10 inch penis. This is lovely. That, that, that's the kind of shit that catches my eye. If you come across some random things like this, yo, send them to the it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Okay. And send me your, uh, your headline ideas that I may be able to cover an episode and I'll be sure to shout you out. Okay. So it says here, um, a man was accused of shoplifting after staff saw a suspicious bulge in his jeans, but it turned out to be just his 10 inch todger. Now I've never heard, um, uh, that, that name for a penis todger, todger. Maybe that's how they say it. It's UK. I don't know. Window fitter. I don't know what that means. Uh, Steve Whitehurst, 47, showed security his member after a female manager raised the alarm. Now, I'm looking at a photo of this dude, pretty tall. Um, I know an attractive man when I see one. Let's just say it's a good thing he's got a big dick. Okay, so <laughs> I'm the worst. So Steve uh, was out. He says that he was out shopping with his girlfriend, Mandy uh, Shinton, who's 46, and they were at Scott's Menswear when he was stopped by the store manager who asked about his bulge. Can you imagine walking up to someone? Hey, listen, I noticed that bulge in your pants. What? How do you even start that conversation? Like, hey, uh, take that dick out. <laughs> What's that bulge in your pants? I mean, w w that's the first thing I would think if I knew that I was well endowed. And you're like, you know that bulge in your pants? I'm thinking, oh, you want to see this? <laughs> I'm the worst. Moving on. Steve uh, had been buying uh, 400 pounds worth of stuff at the store at Scott's Menswear with his girlfriend, Mandy, and her 18-month-old grandson. But things came to a head at the till when the store manager asked about his bulge. Steve, who claims he often has to roll up his manhood, said, I had very tight jeans on that day and uh, there was a bulge. Yes. But that's not illegal. I can't help the way that I'm made, which makes sense. So let's reread that in a British accent. <clears throat> I had of, <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> I can't even. Okay. I had of. <laughs> I had very tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge. Yes, but that's not illegal. I can't help the way I'm made. I feel like I nailed that. I probably didn't. Sorry about that, UK. Please don't stop listening. He went on to say, the manager started arguing with me and she wouldn't let it go. I just kept telling her that it was my, it was my penis. Eventually, I dropped my trousers in front of everyone and just stood there in my boxer shorts and said, see, I've got nothing to hide. Did I nail that? I didn't. Okay, I hope you guys understood that because I'm not rereading that. Okay. <laughs> and so then apparently, uh, according to this article here, once again, uh, written by Andy Jering, and he goes on to, to share in his interview, but that didn't satisfy her. She kept saying, what's that bulge? He said he then went to a cubicle with a male security guard at his local store in Stoke-on-Trent. Steve recalled, I dropped my boxes, 
He shook his head and ran out and spoke with the manager. I heard her say, Please, please tell me he's got something down there. And the guy said, No. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me that he didn't just show you his dick for no reason. Tell me he hid something. A roll of socks. Something. Please, God. <laughs> Security guard was like, nah, bitch, you just embarrassed this man for no reason. He showed me his dick for no reason. I, I'm, I'm going to need the next few days off time paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyways, he said, uh, they go on to say that he called last uh, Sunday outing the crazy, ex the craziest experience of my life and has complained to the company owned by JD Sports. So Mandy, his girlfriend, says it was so humiliating. What they did to Steve was disgusting. Staff claimed that the manager who accused Steve of shoplifting was on holiday. <laughs> I'm sure she was. All of a sudden, you on vacation, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so I got a... Whoa. Okay. So I got a photo of Steve here standing. I guess I took a picture of him or he took somebody else took a picture. I don't know. I don't know who took this photo, but um, it's a picture of him with his trousers, his pants that are kind of down around his thighs and he's wearing like some shorts or whatever. And you, you, you can see a bulge if you look hard. And well, I didn't have to look that hard. I just kind of scrolled and was like, well, there's something there. So that'll be on the podcast Instagram for all of you perverts out there who want to see the bulge. Um, <laughs> so it says here, but sources stress they never asked Steve to expose himself and accused him of becoming aggressive. I mean, I got to say, if he tells you it's his dick and you can continue to badger him about the bulge, what the fuck else is he supposed to do? Wait till the cops get there? Because someone's going to have to, someone is going to ask to see his penis. Someone. So he just beat them to the to the to the punch. That's all. You got embarrassed. OK, so one witness said staff had good grounds to suspect him. Wow. He was picking he was picking up and dropping a lot of items. They found a missing electronic tag and a, and a jacket he tried on and then spotted a big bulge in his pants. When they cornered him, he became very abusive. Well, that's because nobody likes to be accused of something they hadn't they haven't done. He was trying on a jacket with a big dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that it's not illegal in the U.S. I don't know what the U.K. laws are, but here that's fine. <laughs> you can have a big dick and try on jackets. We're not. It's fine. <laughs> he then dropped his trousers, but the bulge was much smaller than staff remembered it. No one ever asked him to go to a cubicle to reveal himself. He did that on his own volition. Okay. I call bullshit. There was a security guard there looking at his dick. And how are you going to insult the man and accuse him of stealing? Well, the bulge was, was a lot smaller than the staff remembered it. Okay. <laughs> it was definitely big enough for you to think he was smuggling something out of that store. Okay, so JD Sports said, uh, the customer in question was exhibiting suspicious behavior, and when the store manager confronted the customer, he became abusive. At no point did any colleague ask the customer to remove any clothing, is what they're saying here. Uh, I, I, I call bullshit. They, there's nothing more frustrating, than, once again, than being accused of something you haven't fucking done. And if the way to get somebody off your back is to show off your huge peen, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> and next time when you see a man wearing tight ass pants, I, I hope that he's not stupid enough to try to steal something wearing tight ass pants. He probably just has a huge Johnson. Give him a break. <laughs> oh my God. So you guys remember back in like 2015, we saw a, a photo of a dress 
and the entire world argued about the colors of it. We argued about whether it was black and blue or gold and white. Well, the dude that started all of that has been charged with attempted murder. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. I remember this, and I for sure was on the hashtag white and gold team. Okay, if you thought that dress was black and blue, clearly something is wrong with your eyesight and who you are as a person. I said what I said. So get that shit checked out. Um, <laughs> so I was on Instagram and the the at the shade room uh, on Instagram, they shared an interesting post about a man who was responsible for posting viral the viral image of a dress back in 2015 that the inter- that the internet argued about the color that it was. Was it black and blue or was it white and gold? Well, he was charged with attempted murder. So let's go ahead and get into it. It's time to have another cold read. Once again, coming from The Shade Room on Instagram, it says here, uh, Kerr Johnston, he's 38 years old and he's a Scottish man and he's the dude that's behind the viral image of that dress. He's been charged with attempted murder of his wife, Grace Johnson. Now, the couple went viral after a photo of the dress that Grace's mother wore to their wedding was shared on Tumblr by another friend and wedding guest. So the internet was instantly divided on the color of the dress, with some arguing that it was black and blue and others believing that it was gold and white. Things have since taken an unfortunate turn since the photo, quote unquote, broke the Internet. So prosecutors claim that the couple's relationship eventually progressed into a series of violent attacks by Kerr. According to New York Post, Kerr engaged in 11 years of domestic violent, violent acts and coercive control against Grace. These acts eventually led to him trying to kill her, pinning her to the ground and compressing her neck. Kirk has denied all allegations against him. The attempted murder case will have a a preliminary... Son of a bitch. (laughs) Kirk has denied all allegations against him. The attempted murder case will have a preliminary hearing before heading to trial in 2024. So that's crazy. That that is oh insane. First of all, one hundred and thousand percent against domestic violence. I think this shit is horrible and it's terrifying. And you and you just never know when you could become a victim of that. You know what I mean? So if you know anyone that is going through something like that, please, please, please let them know that you are there for them, and hopefully, uh, you know, find some help. You know, find some help. They have hotlines for these things. There are people that can help, and uh, I think the best that we can do is do something because we don't want to do nothing and then the worst happens. So make sure that we're all looking out for each other out there. Shit, how do you segue from that? Uh, Coming up, is it a good idea to brag about stealing from a drug cartel? It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. There, that did it. Okay, clearly we need to discuss the man who bragged about stealing from a drug cartel. But I came across this quiz that caught my eye and it's called Am I Idiot Test? And I got to be honest, I'm already up a few points because the headline of this test, the name of it, is already grammatically incorrect. So 
am I idiot test? It should probably be am I an idiot test or am I the idiot test? I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what, I am automatically giving myself two extra points for that. <laughs> it's my podcast and my rules, damn it. So suck it. So I'll be sure to post a screenshot of their massive error that uh, we cannot let them forget. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and click it. Start the quiz. Boop. Okay. Idiot test. Am I idiot? Oh, they they decided to kind of double down on that. Okay. And the first question is, what is what is the main ingredient in chocolate? Is it cocoa beans, love and happiness, fairy dust, or secret ingredient 47? Okay. I'm going to go with cocoa beans. <laughs> it's green, so I guess I got it right. I don't know. Uh, question number two. How many sides does a triangle have? Three? Four? Depends on how you draw it, or it's a trick question triangles are shapeshifters okay we're gonna go with three <laughs> question number three what is the boiling point of water temperature 50 degrees celsius 100 degrees celsius 150 degrees celsius or 200 degrees celsius now that's not fair i don't know celsius <laughs> i'm from america and we do fahrenheit I might just be an idiot. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with a with a with a. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um. Hmm. Okay, let's just break even. 100 degrees Celsius. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's green, so I don't know if I got it right or not. I guess it tells you at the end. Yo, I didn't know that one. <laughs> All right. So question number four: Which fruit is associated with Isaac Newton? Pineapples, pears, apples, bananas. I feel like it's apples. Didn't apple fall on him? Was that not Isaac Newton? Isn't it the gravity dude? <laughs> Son of a bitch. We're going to go with apple. <laughs> the worst. I might be an idiot, but I do not remember any historical stories about pineapples, pears, or bananas. So listen, one thing I did learn in high school, deductive reasoning. Suck on that. Question number five. How many rings are on the Olympic, on the Olympic flag? Four, five, six, or none? I'm going to go with six. I was wrong. <laughs> Wait, did I read that wrong? How many rings are on the Olympic flag? Shit. I think it's five. But I, I got it wrong, so I'm not going to I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. OK, um, what what make number six? What makes up the largest portion of air composition? Oxygen, nitrogen, invisible bubbles, chicken nugget scent. <laughs> We're going to go with oxygen. <gasps> I was wrong. It's not oxygen. It must be nitrogen. The largest portion of air composition. Okay. I might be an idiot here. Leave me alone. I'm, just because I'm not smarter than an, than an elementary school student means nothing. I'm a comedian. I don't have to be smart. Wait, I just insulted every comedian out there. I did not mean it. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not a very good comedian because that joke was horrible. Moving on. Number seven, how many continents are there on Earth? Seven, 15, it keeps changing. I thought the Earth was flat. I'm going to go with seven <laughs> because that's the answer. Okay, uh, number eight. I got that one right, by the way. Number eight, what is coral? An element, a plant, a mineral, an animal. Okay, it's not an element. It's not a mineral. It might. It's a plant or an animal because it's alive. Plants are alive. So the coral reef, I think that's a plant, right? We're going to click that. That is the reasoning. That's a thought process that just went down there. 
And fuck, I got it wrong. Apparently it must be an animal. What is the speed of sound? Why the fuck would I know that randomly? Um, 100 kilometers an hour. 100, okay, 1,200 kilometers an hour, 400 kilometers an hour, or 600 kilometers an hour. Kilometers. I keep saying kilometers. Um, I don't fucking know. I feel like the sound of speed is pretty fucking fast. I'm going to go with 1,200. I got that one right. <laughs> I mean, like, boom, sound. That was quick. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys time it? All right. Three. I want you guys to time the next sound that you hear after I say three. Three, two, one, boom. So was it 1,200? <laughs> Number 10, which animal is known for sleeping upside down? A, let me see, a spider monkey, a giraffe, a penguin, or a bat? Okay, I don't think giraffes can sleep upside down. I don't think penguins do that. I think spider monkeys probably could, but bats are known for doing that. So we're going to go with bat. Got it right. Okay, so what's the hardest natural substance in the world? Granite or granite, I don't know, marble, iron, diamond. I feel like it's diamond. Everyone's always talking about, you know, eating Captain Crunch is like eating a bowl of diamonds. I'm going to go with diamond. Got that shit right because I'm intelligent as fuck. How long is this goddamn test? Uh, question number 12. There are five machines that make five parts in five minutes. How long does it take to make 100 parts on 100 machines? Five, 10, 15, or 30? What? Oh, I hate math. Ugh, I feel really dumb now. I'm definitely, am I an idiot? Yes. <laughs> there are five machines that make five parts in five minutes. Okay, how long does it take to make 100 parts on 100 machines? Like, the answer is in what I'm saying. <laughs> what? I'm overthinking. I fucking hate math. And one of the things I hate the most in math, fractions and word problems. 100 parts. How long does it take to make a hundred parts? I'm going to say 30. I have, I got it wrong. <laughs> I, got it, I got it wrong as fuck. Um, they are calibrating whether or not I, I am idiot. <laughs> Yo, don't ask me to math. I don't math. Don't ask me to math, man. And another thing, I do have high test anxiety. I probably should have said that before. So, but I, the first question I thought I had that shit, so I was like, oh, cool. Then they just threw me a fucking curveball at the very end. Fuck you, quiz. <laughs> oh, God. It says, congrats on being an idiot. Okay. Uh, you got eight out of 12 on this quiz. After careful consideration, uh, it has been determined that you might be an idiot. We thought about it and think you can improve your thinking skills and general knowledge. This doesn't mean you're dumb. This test is just for fun. No, you call me an idiot like three different times. And like, the, no, that's, that's rude. And because you guys said, am I idiot? Uh, I gave myself two extra points. So technically I got a 10 out of 12. Thus, I'm not an idiot. Suck on those titties. Okay, so if you want to take the quiz, um, I'll put the link down below, but it's coming from Quido, Quio quiz, I think how you say it. I'll, I'll put the link to that particular quiz down there in the uh, show notes if you want to take it for yourself. But yeah, I'm a dumbass, so that's fine. Speaking of dumbass um, and idiots, it's time to go ahead and talk about the dude who decided to brag that he stole from a drug cartel. Yeah, so I'm not the only idiot on this episode. Thank God. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. 
let me be super clear here. Okay, I want to be very clear. I am not about that life, nor have I ever been about that life. Okay, but I do know that it's dumb as fuck to brag about stealing from a Mexican drug cartel. I feel like that is common knowledge. I may have not done very well with that quiz, but I know that. So, okay. Shout out to at uh, Hollywood Unlocked Instagram page. Uh, let's take a look at what they had to say about this idiot. <laughs> this, this is coming from the uh, Hollywood Unlocked staff of Maurice C. Uh, he he wrote this little this little this little uh, tidbit here. A man from Texas has gone missing after bragging about stealing fifty thousand dollars from a Mexican drug cartel, according to reports. Let's pause here. Uh, dude, you're dumb. You are so dumb. The Mexican, well, not even the Mexican, but drug cartels in general will kill you for less. You know, dude, dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> That's going to be the sound when they find his body. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's funny, but it's not funny. A life was lost. God damn it. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, okay. So back to it. Per the Loretto Morning Times, Eric Tadeo Ramirez was at a house party on March 23rd in Laredo, Texas, uh, which is just miles away from the border crossing Mexico. When he was overheard talking on his phone about getting away with a large sum of money. Sources say that within within two hours, a group of heavily armed men kidnapped Ramirez and took him to Mexico. He hasn't been seen ever since. The FBI is currently investigating his disappearance and is still gathering details about the case. But based on the affidavit, they have reason to believe Ramirez is no longer in the U.S. And it remains unclear whether he's even still alive. According to witness statements, at about 12.45 a.m. on March 24th, around three masked men pulled up to the house party and searched for Ramirez before assaulting him and forcefully placing him into a blue Dodge pickup truck. Surveillance footage obtained by law enforcement officials showed a man believed to be Ramirez bruised and bloodied as he attempted to exit the moving vehicle, but he was pulled back inside as the truck made its way to cross the border. Shit. Y'all, listen. Even if you haven't stole money, even if he was just trying to talk shit for clout, I don't know. You, you don't play like that. That's, mm, okay. There's more here. Um, the car in question belonged to the mother of Jonathan Carviales. I'm saying his name wrong. I apologize. A member of the Cartel del Noreste, Oh, God, I said his name wrong. I hope they don't come after me. Jesus. Uh, whew, this, I don't like talking about this. I'm nervous. Like, fuck. Um, but, you know, listen, Maurice C. wrote it. I'm just reading it. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, apparently Jonathan, who has been who has since been arrested after attempting to in, to reenter the U.S. with the truck at the same point of entry a few days later, uh, Jonathan said that he was aware that Ramirez has stolen 50K from the cartel, but didn't share any details about his whereabouts as the other men related to the kidnapping remain at large. Wow. So listen, um, dummy, you're a dummy. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You're literally like miles away from the border and you're talking shit about stealing money from a drug cartel that is in Mexico a few miles away from the border, dude? 
what is wrong with you? Even if they weren't a few miles away, you don't do that, bro. You first, first of all, you don't actually do it. And, and if you do, you certainly don't fucking talk about it. What is wrong? This was the sisters who kill podcast. <laughs> it would be, I'm not saying I did it, but if I did, here's how I would get away with it. <laughs> Number one, I wouldn't fucking do it. <laughs> Yo, I can hear Taz and Mara like right now. Okay, so yeah, no, that was dumb. Okay, so let's uh let's just get on uh, with the <laughs> with the rest of the show because there's really no more to say. Don't fucking do things that that are gonna get you murdered. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> what? Next up, a brand new fuck Mary kill. Let's get into it. It's the professionally silly podcast. I swear I'm not gonna make this an every week thing, but I'll tell you why we're doing it this week. Okay, let's get to it. Let's figure this out. All right, this is going to be interesting. We're going to do a fuck, marry, kill the Batmans. There are 37 Batmans, <laughs> but the ones that we're going to focus on are going to be like my favorites. I'm going to do, uh, we're going to fuck, marry, kill Michael Keaton, uh, George Clooney, and Christian Bale Batmans. Ben Affleck and Robert Patterson were not really like my favorite Batmans. It might be nostalgia because I grew up with Michael Keaton and George Clooney doing it. You know, obviously... Christopher Reeves, but, you know, may he rest in peace. And the same with uh, Adam West. So we're going to go with those. Those those are my those are my those are my choices for the Batman. Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Christian Bale, fuck, Mary kill. All right. So, ah, oh, man, this is a tough one. Um, hmm. I feel like I'm supposed to say fuck or marry George Clooney because he's awesome. He's George Clooney. Okay, and the reason that, by the way, the reason I, I, I chose this one today is because I just saw The Flash with my dad recently, um, and uh, there were, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to like give it away, but pretty much he goes into different universes or whatever, multiverses, and he comes across different Batmans, and so Michael Keaton, George Clooney, um, they were like cameos, <laughs> you know, in the in the show. Except Michael Keaton, he was in the majority of the movie, but and also Ben Affleck as well. So all three men were playing Batman at different parts of the movie. So it was kind of interesting. So that made me think, oh shit, fuck Mary Kill, let's fucking do this. So <laughs> if we were doing it from the Flash movie, it would be Michael Keaton, George Clooney, and Ben Affleck. But again, Ben was not one of my favorite Batman. So we're gonna go Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Christian Bale. Ah, this is a tough one actually. And make sure you guys play with me. Um, play with me. That's what she said. Uh, we'll go ahead and put this in the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook. And uh, let me know what your FMK choices are. Ah, shit. Okay. Um, hmm. I am going to... Damn, this is so hard. I feel like I just put Ben Affleck in there. I could kill him, but I didn't. Um, mm, shit. This is harder than I thought. I wish I had never done this. Let's go ahead and, well, Christian Bale had a really great body. So I guess, I guess we can fuck Christian Bale, but I'm not attracted to Christian Bale, but I was attracted to Michael Keaton back in the day. Like I thought he was, I don't want to say attractive, but I thought he was a handsome dude. George Clooney, he's handsome even as he ages. Okay. We're going to marry George Clooney. Let's just get that off the bat right now. Okay. We're going to marry George Clooney. We are going to... Mm, I feel like Christian Bale might be a better lay than Michael Keaton. Plus, Michael Keaton, he has these eyes where his where his, his eyebrows, they always look like he's suspicious of shit. It's, he's got like this unfinished triangle-shaped eyebrow, and it makes me feel like he don't trust me. But he was, in my opinion, 
the funniest Batman that we had. I loved his facial expressions and his one-liners and all of that shit. <sighs> but I don't want to fuck him. Mm, I'm going to have to kill him. I hate to say that. He was a great Batman. But I'm going to have to kill him. Because I don't want to fuck him and I don't want to marry him. So that's the choices we have there. Marry George Clooney. Fucking Christian Bale. And we have to kill Michael Keaton. But once again, great Batman, in my opinion. I just don't want to lay with him. I don't want that body count. Because when, we, when we're doing it, I'm not going to know what the fuck his face is saying because his eyebrows are suspicious of me. He's like, are you really having sex with me right now? <laughs> I can't. It's just, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, for those reasons alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's, you know, there are a lot of Batmans out there. Okay, a lot of them. <laughs> so let me know if you want to at the Professionally Silly Podcast Facebook group. Uh, and you can use the other um, Batmans if you want, you know. Who was your favorite Batman out of all the Batmans that you've seen? And also, FMK of the choice that I had. Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Christian Bale. I want, I want you to choose here. <laughs> oh my God. Also, maybe don't steal from drug cartels. And if, and if you're dumb enough to do it, Maybe also, like, don't brag about it to people. Yeah, professionally silly life rules. I'm trying to save your lives. I'm trying to save lives, damn it. That's that's my job here. And <laughs> Yo, shout out to all my listeners, new and loyal. You guys fucking rock. Because you can literally be anywhere right now. But you chilling with me on my podcast, having a good time. You chose me. Yes, I love you and I love your faces. But most of all, the ears that are attached to them. Mm, them ears are sexy. Thank you for using them to listen to me. <laughs> so subscribe to this podcast, whatever platform that you're using. Also do your girl a favor and leave me a five star and or written review for this podcast, especially if you're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Because once again, I need you to help me catch my dreams. I cannot do it without you. And if this is your first time listening, come back and join in on the silly and binge all the episodes you haven't heard yet. Also, share this podcast with a friend because there is no reason to hog all the silly to yourself. Don't be selfish. Come on now. <laughs> Check out the podcast Twitter and Instagram at It's Pro Silly. And of course, check out the Professional Silly Pod Group on Facebook. If you have any silly story ideas or maybe you want some advice or you need the opinion of the P-Silly listeners on something, or maybe you just have a question or an embarrassing story, what have you, email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Uh, I did receive a hilarious voice message from a listener, a friend of mine. I won't <laughs> disclose who it was, but she knows who it is. And she sent me a very embarrassing story that every woman is terrified to happen. <laughs> she said that we could talk about it, but uh, I want to double check about that. And if we do, I'm going to build an episode around embarrassing events. So it'll be more fun. So you know who you are. If you're listening, are you certain <laughs> that you are okay with me sharing the story? You guys can also leave me a message or text my Google voice number 805-664-1828. If you would like to be anonymous, please let me know when you contact me and same goes for the person who told me this story. <laughs> I can keep you safe, sis. I got you. <laughs> also, if you would like me to advertise your business or content, email me as well. We could talk about price and what you need and or want. Y'all, I'm out here chasing these dreams and I know you are too. So maybe we can work out something together. You know what I mean? Check out the show notes for some bonus info, my social media, 
stuff. Like I've included my link tree, which has all the links to my most used social media platforms right there for you. And for those of you that would be interested in writing me, snail mail me, old school, or send things, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 53250. You can send literally whatever you want, and I'll open them in an unboxing video on my YouTube channel, Professionally Silly, so that'll be fun. We can enjoy that amazing surprise together. Once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Spotify for podcasters, where I take my silliness seriously. Was that sexy? No, no, I think I was trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll leave you with this. If a sex addict becomes a prostitute, are they automatically a workaholic? Oh, that's a good fucking question. You know what I mean? These are the things that I think about. So now you have to think about them too. I'm not going to be alone on this. <laughs> Until next time, peace, silly listeners. Watch where you step because there are pieces of shit everywhere. And they love to spread their ignorance. Sidestep that shit. <laughs> next week, guys. 